How was school to... What's wrong with you? Are you crazy? You're supposed to knock before you come into a girl's room. Very, very sorry. Me and apologize. Very sorry. Oh, very sorry. Very sorry. Very sorry. Okay, I'm dressed. You can look now. Miyagi, apologize. You see, um, before, uh, live with a friend, Daniel-san. Daniel-san come Miyagi room, Miyagi go Daniel-san room. No big thing. Um, boy is easier. Just forget about it, okay? Okay. Uh, today, Miyagi go pick up Julie-san at the school, but uh, you're not there. I went to the train yard to talk to this guy. No big deal. Miyagi also talked to people. Your teachers. Bring home homework you missed for three weeks. Great. Maybe I'll do it sometime. Uh, maybe do tonight. Don't order me around. It's not order. It's a very small request. I told you this morning. I know where I'm going in my life, and I don't need any math problems to get there. You are listening to Original Remake. This is a podcast where we discuss and compare original film and its remake. Or sometimes films with similar concepts, because just like Hollywood, we are that unoriginal. So this being a movie podcast, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Welcome back to another episode of Original Remake. Uh, In this episode, we are tackling the reboot, quote-unquote, question mark, um... The next Karate Kid. So uh, I am Peter, and joining me is Michael, who I don't know. I don't have anything clever. Um, Nothing. Yeah, no, no jokes no. To, to make me Hillary Swank here, or um, uh, I guess that would be the only my, jokes you can really make. My car hopping co- uh, co-host. Do you do you hop Look, in cars? Uh, no. no. Okay. Um, but I, I believe, like uh, Mr. Miyagi here, if I saw someone uh, do that, I'd be like, hey, uh, maybe this kid has more natural ability than Daniel LaRusso. So this should be easier this time around, right? Wrong? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. This is more more hate coming from uh, the Karate Kid expert here. Or not expert, because you, you've, you've admitted you're there, that you're not that great at the trivia show. So. Well, but you're oh, definitely oh, more oh, of an oh, expert oh, than me. I didn't say not great, but there are some questions I definitely don't know. Uh, but but shout out to my uh, co-host Brianna here, who uh, for the longest time she avoided this movie like the plague or pandemic rather. Um, she only watched this for the first time because of me, and we did a live stream uh, on uh, in our group uh, watching this movie. So the, the the biggest thing why she did not want to watch this because um, in her words, basically the disrespect of uh, Daniel here. Where basically he only gets like one mention, you know, um, Mr. Oh, Me- coming back around to my feelings on Elizabeth Shue yeah, on our next episode. That's right. The uh, Mr. Miyagi, you know, him, his reservations of uh, teaching uh, Daniel, you know, the Miyagi karate was was more sacred. And here, here he is opening up to this young lady just because of, um, you know, ties with her grandfather. Okay, I mean that's I hadn't thought about that. Um, I would say I would lean more into this girl's own personal tragedy. Uh, maybe he 
he sees it as more uh, necessary uh, that she have some guidance in her life. And as we've already, I guess, kind of made a joke, her she's already got some physical ability, but you know she's she's lost uh, both her parents. So uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just someone looking out for her. you know Daniel's thing is hey, help me fight so I can date Elizabeth Shue, which I'm not saying is not the most important thing on the planet because it it truly is, but. Uh, you know, it's not as uh, daunting to a young person as what's going on with the uh, Hillary Swank character here. Yeah, the you know, you, you make a great point that her parents had just recently um, passed because um, I think this was more retcon, but we do... Well, we know that Daniel's father passed away. It might have been more alluded to. See, now I'm kind of mixing all types of things together. But um, we found out we find out in the Cobra Kai show that Daniel's like seven or eight, you know, when he lost his father. Or, God, maybe that was... Was that mentioned in part two now? Credit Kid part two? <laughs> There's so much damn story going on. I'm, Too much Karate Kid in uh, such a short time. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but that's the thing. Like, Daniel was um, pretty far removed from when he lost his father. This is very fresh for, for Julie, so I could kind of see that. And I, I kind of always apologized um, this movie for that. Like, okay, well, I, I, I get that, the, the whole thing between him and Daniel, and this is somebody different. But, you know, her grandfather is somebody that that uh, Miyagi, you know, taught and, and stuff like that. And, yeah, it, it kind of, you know, it, it's a different writer. That's that's the other thing, okay? Um, John, John G. Alvinson directed the first three. Robert Mark Kamen also wrote the first three. These, this is a new writer and new director. So the new writer, you know, um, probably did some research, but didn't extensively go through, you know, the the backstory of certain people. And so, like this, just kind of, it was just a way to reboot the series again. Yeah, I mean, it's so like looking at the top of top of the Wikipedia page. Um, you know, it says the next Karate Kid, also known as the Karate Kid Part Four. I would say that. If you're looking at it as a true part four, uh, that's probably to the detriment of the film. Like, cause I, I didn't just to be fair, um, for this month of recording, I did not watch part three. Um, so that's a little preview of which repeats for which sequel we're going to go with for, uh, next week's episode. So I'm just coming in like, yeah, they're just going to put a, you know, fresh coat of paint on this and try to lead this into a second trilogy is what they were attempting to do they failed i believe this one was critically and especially financially uh yeah okay so box office made 15 million budget of 12 right not good no not great bob for another Mad Men reference yeah that's that's gonna be the other thing me and pete do is mention <laughs> Mad Men as many times as we can or you um, will not disagree with you yeah you'll don't be like yeah i think i saw that episode yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know um i did i didn't mind this i actually had more fun with it now. I would have less fun probably if I was a fan of the series because even though I like the the first film and last week's episode on the remake, I was like, it's fine. It's just decidedly okay. So I've not been a hater up to this point, and I'm not going to start with this one either. I think this one is completely out of time, though. I don't think this fits uh, a film coming out in 1994. I think this fits cheesy 80s movies. And so it probably just felt dated at the time it came out, which is weird for something that's attempting to be a reboot. And we have a female protagonist, which is a change of pace and, you know, progressive step here. Uh, and yet it feels so cheesy and dated because the the bullies here and a little bit of the 
overacting probably from Hillary Swank. Um, I mean, Peter, the bullies here are just over the top. They're like diving from the gymnasium roof during prom. Like, during prom to do pranks. They dress like they're getting ready to invade, I guess, the city of Boston here. Um, I don't really have a firm understanding of like how the school even really fucking functions. Like, you know, that, that's one thing that I really liked about the original film was it felt like a real high school movie. This feels like some sort of alternate reality where in the middle of the day you have this man that's basically like a drill instructor training men on how to kill like <laughs> on the campus grounds. I, I don't know what world this takes place in really. I, I, I never got it, but I had some fun with it. Maybe just not in the way that the film intended. Right. I mean, the, the 90s was weird, uh, especially for um, installments of franchises that came out in the 80s. You know, I have maybe not made comparisons, but I brought up examples like uh, Mighty Ducks. The first one, I, I, I love that trilogy, but you watch one and two, totally different. That's because the second one came out in the 90s, so you got more of that Nickelodeon feel. You know, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is another one. Exactly. To the first one, one and, and the second film. Exactly. Yeah. That is another example that I have made. Um, and so with this one, it feels 90s, so 90s. At least the first three Karate Kid movies, they they, they didn't feel 80s, but they felt of a time. And yeah. this, you know, you got, I don't know, maybe not so many references to pop culture that really date that movie, but there's definitely a style here that kind of separates it. And, you know, and that's fine. It's a reboot, right, um, essentially. The, you, you mentioned that it's kind of considered the fourth Karate Kid movie, but only because Mr. Miyagi's still in it. Yeah. Do you think that was a mistake? Uh, I feel that's really, or is it just a mistake because you dislike the movie? Like, I, I mean, I understand the reasoning they have there is that you, you have some tie to the first three films, which also we should mention. I don't think the third film was a success financially either. I think that uh, the first two, I think were, uh, you know, uh, really strong at the box office, but I don't remember the third one being a hit. It wasn't, and the third movie is actually a great example of like, you know, that 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 change in in tone too from one and two. Um, you know, we'll save you know our, our thoughts on two for for the next episode. But uh, you you can kind of see the the tonal shift uh, by the third movie. The the villains, uh, one in particular, is is so cartoony. You know, and then you get the next Friday Kid where you're like, okay, well, if, um, you know, that kind of tracks, you know, starting with the first one and, and leading up here. Anytime you cast Michael Ironside as the villain, he's he's going to ham it up. He's 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 giving you 110% of villainy here. And uh, I I kind of dug it. Like, I, like, once I accepted it, like, now I did send you a picture of Hillary Swank at the Buddhist... Monastery, oh, yes, you where did. She, <laughs> the prank mantis like, scene, is that? <laughs> uh, and it, it looks like I'm like, what am I watching? What, I think that's even when I text you, like, what the hell is is this? What is going on? Like, there are so many uh, change ups as far as tone that all of it just reads probably far more humorous than what they intended. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, were they trying to um, bring in more of a younger audience? With, with what about the bowling scene? What, what, did you like the bowling scene? You know, praying the gutter ball, you know, pop back out. Um, like, what is that even about? It's 
it's a kind of naive uh that would be the negative spin the i guess more positive would be it's idealistic look at how you can cure uh white racism just through bowling by making making this white racist a better bowler right, that right. he will accept someone who is coming from a different cultural background from him I didn't i didn't dig it didn't did not care for for that but it you know it fits with some of the other shit in the movie that it's like at times like so over the top like the gas so station goofy. scene that too yes um see at, at least the, the i mean the original three movies they use a racial slur that um many people actually didn't know was one uh growing up with those movies so that was i don't want to use the word subtle because it's right there in the dialogue but I think because people didn't know that was an actual slur, they just never really looked at it that way. This one is is racist against Miyagi. That's the other thing, too. I think Pepperita does uh, really the best that he can with what he was given uh, in this movie. Uh, we do get to see Miyagi kick ass, you know, with somebody his, his actual age, <laughs> you know, th- this time around. But Well, he's more directly challenged here, isn't he? he like is. It's probably as close as you get to seeing him angry. Like seeing Miyagi kind of lose it, which was was interesting, but I could see maybe the fans uh, maybe not liking it that it's they're uh, kind of diverging from this iconic persona he has. You're you're right about that because in the third movie um, he does get challenged by you know the two villains in there as well, but it it does come after uh, their their student you know um, going at it with Daniel you know inside the Cobra Kai dojo, so it, then it becomes the mentor mentors. Versus, you know, Miyagi. So, yeah, this one, he is directly more more challenged. Um, it was nice to see, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. They 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 changed it too much, I guess. Uh, and that's another reason that people didn't really like this one. Okay, so since we're doing this, like, new format where, you know, a reboot is getting its own episode every month. Uh, and we're trying to focus on, on a series each month. Where do you fall then as far as – you know, you're a fan of the series. Like when it's attempting to be a reboot and not a direct sequel, you know, how far – I guess how much of a – how much leash are you giving the creators to to go off on their own here and establish themselves as something different? Gosh, I don't know. I think it, it comes down to execution. <laughs> I mean – You're saying this is not the one. That's Oh, it, it that's, definitely that's, isn't. <laughs> I mean look, you, you could do – yeah, you can take liberties and do things, but, but, but you know this, this expression is is a little bit more newer. But read the room, right? Like Miyagi didn't pray things to happen. You know, you you can argue like, well, what about the the hand clap and the rubbing of you know Daniel, Daniel's leg and bringing that? Like, you know, I mean, that wasn't praying a bowling ball to pop out of the gutter. You know, from from a monk. That it's a little bit different there. You know, when it comes to like sports medicine and and Chinese medicine and all that stuff, like those are a little bit more like you can kind of believe it. You know, but when you're you're not in for the Big Lebowski version here, the uh, the I guess the I don't know if you'd call it the spirituality of bowling or the uh, mm-hmm. or whatever they're trying to do. But I, I mean, that that scene in particular just reads as like we need something funny. To, to happen here, which is is interesting because of the ones I've seen, I've not seen the third part. I don't I don't know if I can call out a sequence in the other films where it's like, oh, they're just trying so hard to 
have a laugh here. Like, it's like someone said, we need like a comedy sequence, just come up with something like, I think uh, certainly in the original film and even in the remake, I would say if there is any humor, it's more in the character interactions, not that something ridiculous and over the top happens. Right. To, to poke fun at, or, or like the monks yeah. dancing, you know, uh, uh that, that one moment, you know, I, Sure, it's fun, but like it was, it was just kind of random. They come in, there's music playing, and so they start dancing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess naturally that can still happen. Monks can dance, I guess, Peter. Yeah. Or, you know, we're gonna have to do Footloose at some point with this this tirade you're on. You're you're opposed to dancing. You know, I feel like I have brought that up before. That that we we should. You've do you've sold it to me on multiple occasions because of Miles Teller. You know my infatuation with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um. So, yes, that, that may be coming up. I don't know if we – was there a sequel to that one? Was there a sequel to the Kevin Bacon one? No, no. there was not, no. We'll have to stretch a little bit. Um, look, I, I I like a lot that it is uh, a woman in the lead here. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. and I, I think she does I pretty kinda good. Made, I, yeah, I, I think that – Hillary Swank is given a lot of goofy commentary. I like that's that's more like the the direction of the script. Um, I think she would have been almost if this was the remake, if they had done more like the 2010 version and they had just done a gender swap. I know, like especially in today's times, the internet has been like very uh, angry uh, at any of those uh, type things, like with Ghostbusters. I don't know if the Ocean's Eight one got any hate though for being primarily all-female cast. I think that one, I don't remember any controversy about that for some reason. I don't remember either, um, but I I didn't think that was very good. There's just no pleasing you, Peter. <laughs> you're, just, you're just such a man. I, well, well, thank you for <laughs> noticing. Um, but I do love that entire cast. Like, I think that's a great cast. You know, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think... You know, not to go off topic here, but uh, I think they tried very, they they tried too much to be like, hey, y- did you know Sandra Bullock and uh, uh, um, George Clooney are brother a, and sister? Like, you know, good like, point. We, we, that's the, we that's get the it. One, we get it. The picture I, of her I brother. And... Totally agree with you. That was the one element of the film I I felt like that didn't need to be there. Just whatever. I, I just make it its own crew. That's that's yeah. fine. Um, and they don't. They you know they don't. You know, to the credit of this film, if we can be a little positive, I guess, they don't really do that other than Mr. Miyagi's uh, presence here. It's not like Hillary Swank has some connection to the, you know, to Daniel in any way. Um, you know, and I think I like that she is a decidedly different character than him. Like, you know, I talked about how he was, uh, strangely, how he was a cool customer when it came to social skills, and she is not. Like, she's. She's definitely got a hard edged about her. Yeah. Um, she's she's got the the walls up, and she seems more imposing as sort of an aggressive presence than he ever did. So it's you're getting a different dynamic as far as the the student. And I wish they had played a little bit more with the fact that if you give her the skills to defend herself or to really hurt somebody, you could have had a kind of darker movie here. Where I think the way Hillary Swank plays it. You know, maybe she doesn't have the self-discipline or self-control, or maybe she just doesn't ha- doesn't have that inherent kind of goodness that Daniel has. Where uh, you know she she may actually like cross a line, but they never really play into that. They never kind of go that far with her because 
you know, she goes out and looks at bugs. She's playing real life Animal Crossing at the monastery. So, right. um, but I, I kind of wish she had because I think Hillary Swank could have could have pulled that off. I can't believe you just made an Animal Crossing reference. Do you play that? Do you know what I was doing this morning? Like, actually, like, um, you were running a little bit behind because you're on fifty thousand different podcasts <laughs> talking about the Karate Kid. But I had just, uh, uh, like, I forgot to sell my turnips this week, and so I, was I don't know what that trying means. To find, so I, I don't. I it's don't like play this, this. So number one, um, yeah. well, <laughs> you know, two, no judgment here. No, well, it's funny that so I know of Animal Crossing. Uh-huh. And I'm surprised that you are you playing it with such distaste, uh, such a game because, uh, like, you are so you, you're also one like, oh, TikTok is something I will never have. But it, it would almost yes. my reaction to you playing Animal Crossing is is if you told me that, hey, I just started a TikTok account. <laughs> I not something well, I would have expected okay. of you. I, I kind of see where you're going, but you know, uh, TikTok is performative you know it's all for other people okay. to right. interact and this is my private time and um i don't know i mean just be honest in a quarantine lifestyle uh me and the wife have had any number of things we're like to, to pass the time uh and animal crossing is one of them so at the end of this episode uh you know shout out to me at projecting film on twitter instagram wherever and you know we'll, we'll visit each other's islands we <laughs> there will be no shame here on my side of the mic peter uh, the bully, uh, fully oh like Cobra Kai mode, uh, bullying people for how they they choose to relax. You know, you, you, a very peaceful. You should be seeing Alpha Elite. You know, to if you want to make that comparison, um, bunch of bad dudes. But uh, islands, you, you know, <laughs> the, the, there was one big island, and Julie had to jump off onto the the, the little island, right, <laughs> to take it back to this movie. Um, but if you guys are, I feel like Animal Crossing is more popular than this movie, though. Oh, <laughs> I agree with that. Um, but if you are looking for something else to fill your time, you know, I heard Cobra Kai is a great show. So that's something. I, it's not streaming anywhere yet, uh, right? Or is it still it, on YouTube? It's still on YouTube. But hey, you know, do you have do you have YouTube TV? I do have YouTube TV. That's wa- my you, like you cable provider. Yeah, you can, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a YouTube Premium thing or something. But. It is from but what I understand. If you have YouTube TV, that is available too. All right. So, well, I mean, you know, we may need to wait a month because you had me mainline like an addict, like four <laughs> Karate Kid movies for this month. I don't know if I made you uh, watch it all in one day, but you know, that's. I, you know what? I'll admit, um, there's one of these movies where I did reach for my Nintendo Switch to, you know, pick some fruit and do a little bit of fishing, but it was not this one. It was not the next Karate Kid. I don't think this is the worst thing I watched this month. Oh, I hope it was the last movie. <laughs> Mm, spoiler alert! Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, it was. All yeah. right. All right. Okay. Well, uh, no. Wait. 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 So the upcoming, like last or the, the previous? I meant last, like in the previous one. No, no, the upcoming one. Oh yikes! That, okay. Uh, yep. Oh boy. So we're let, let's you know that's something we could do now. This is like we've not had this opportunity. We're kind of coming in to you know the home stretch here. We've got one more episode to go, and our next episode is on you know we're calling it the repeat. So a, a sequel, if there is one available, uh, in this case, there were, there were two we could pick. So we're going with Karate Kid 2. Um, but don't reveal, I guess, how you feel about that. What's, what's your order so far as we go, go into the, the, the final film selection here? Do you, how do you have them ranked? These three uh, pre- previous three movies? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. um, yeah. well, like, probably the, the way we've, you know, kind of ordered, I don't know, man, um, the, the remake and the reboot here, I don't want to say they're on par, but you give me either of them and say choose one, I say neither. 
You know, that, I mean, if you said you got to watch one <laughs> Wait, of these, you don't even go I'll with... be like, no, I would rather s- sit in silence for two hours. Would you rather play Animal Crossing? Would you give that a try? I would rather spend two hours trying to figure out Animal Crossing, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, than to watch the... Here's, um... here's my counterpoint. Okay. Hour and 47 minutes for the next Karate Kid. Yes. Two hours and 20 minutes for the remake. Second point, Hilary Swank or Jaden Smith? Okay, you got me. You got me. See, hey, oh, yeah, Miyagi I mean, or you know, or Han. That, that's the other thing. Miyagi is a lot more. Iconic. I will. I I would say that this version of Miyagi I like less than Han, than yeah. the original film version. But, um, you know, it's still Mr. Miyagi. Like I don't, I don't I don't think that they change the dynamic too much. It's just. <sighs> I don't know, like it, you know, the, the thing I'm going to complain about in the next episode, I didn't really think it was that graceful that it's like Mr. Miyagi's in Boston because he served with this man who you didn't know and is dead now. And because of that, he has like a friendship with the, the widow and hey, there's a young person uh, and she's angry. That's going to be the next student. Like, you know, it feels about as forced i think as a normal reboot does where it's like let's take a character and get them outside of their comfort zone uh but i was watching this one with my wife but she didn't watch all of them because she's not a crazy podcaster like me uh but she actually wanted to watch it because she likes hillary swank okay and (laughs) her biggest problem was where does the grandmother go (laughs) she just is like i've had enough of this i've just had enough of this girl like uh you take care of her (laughs) like you know not that he's a complete stranger but he's also not family and it's just a weird thing to be like you know she yells a lot and she really gets on my nerves so uh thank you miyagi i'm gonna go chill at your place uh, with all of your uh classic cars and you handle this teenage girl it really is a weird thing because i i don't care how long who served with with whoever and you know maybe they were closer than than we actually think but my wife isn't going to um, go stay at anybody's house that I have previously served with, uh, even if they have right. saved my life. I mean, I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of a, a weird ask. And it's presumably decades after the fact. Yeah, and you know, people have changed. People have forgotten things. But it's like, well, I, I owed you nothing? I don't know. It's, it's kind of a weird conversation to have for sure. You would, but for, you would be a terrible Animal Crossing player. But, it's all about community and trading. <laughs> interesting but but yeah for Miyagi to be like here just go stay at my house you know it doesn't even mention that there might be a 17 18 year old boy that's also well I don't, I don't know if this is supposed to take place in 94 right now because if it does then it's still about eight years um since hey, the third maybe, movie maybe he he has his own kid that won't leave the house and is getting like angry and maybe he's trading off maybe he's like I'll take your Hillary Swank but you have to take uh the, the kid that I've got at home yeah. that's like, you know, constantly waxing the cars and just won't leave. It becomes a thing where the guest just will not, you know, he won't leave the nest. He just won't uh, get out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anything else you want to uh, talk about? You, you, you've you already mentioned the alpha elite a little bit and, you know, these 40-year-old men who are, you know, look like <laughs> football players um, at a high school, uh, part of some security uh, force. Yeah. I just, I just wish it was more like a real school like you know i i think doing the the gender flip would have been enough of its own sort of interesting material to to see it from the female perspective that we don't need to put it in this like hyper aggressive alternate reality where 
kids and teacher can set fire to a really nice car of another kid just to teach him a lesson and expect no repercussions. Like it's, it's just that they, you know, they, they took it to the extreme, which I guess is the accusation you can lob against a lot of sequels that, you know, the, the 84 version, there's the bullying. There's pretty basic bullying stuff, right? Like he gets a, uh, a bruised eye. You know, it's like, you know, it's a, he looks like he got punched in the face and knocked to the ground and they chase him. That, you know, there's <laughs> there's no pyrotechnics there where there's no like meet me at the dock so we can blow up your car. Like it's just it's just uh it's a lot like you know, I'm gonna do another T V show reference. Do you remember Poochie the Dog from The Simpsons? No. Peter hates animals, uh so we're just gonna <laughs> move on to the next uh the next episode. But uh, you know, play a clip here. Look up Poochie the Dog. Uh the, the Simpsons tackled this where shows that kinda go on too long, they just keep amping up the stakes. Do they get to this point of ridiculousness where you just kind of lose the thread? And that's that's kind of the next uh, Karate Kid here, which I still didn't hate, but it's it's pretty cheesy. Like I probably enjoyed it and laughed at it as opposed to laughing with it. No, that, that's I think that's you, you nailed it uh, right there on the head. This is this is more kind of laughing at it, um, and you you kind of mentioned it already too that they up the stakes. You know, it it goes beyond the the basic bullying. So I mean, so that makes sense. And I've always been like, oh man, yeah, this is the first credit kid to have an explosion, you know. So I'm okay with that. But it's it's really extreme. Um, you went from you know a a drama with some karate in it to Nano Two One Zero with karate in it. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of what this is. Um, oh, I see. I, I draw a Simpsons reference. No good, but Nano Two One Zero. Much better. Same time period, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's move on oh, to uh, yeah, I feel bad too, the repeat uh, episode. Matt Groening is from Portland, Oregon. You should feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Not too bad. He's like, you know, probably made hundreds of millions of dollars. So well, I'm sure. Hell with him. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you can find us wrapping up our new format, the first month of it, uh, when we do our repeat section. And it is going to be the Karate Kid Part 2 because I did not watch Part 3. It's pretty simple, right? Yeah, pretty simple enough. Uh, if you guys want to hear more Karate Kid slash Cobra Kai stuff, I do host a podcast, Cobra Kai Companion and Podstalgic. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Podstalgic. And also this show, original remake, uh, we're, we're kind of on Twitter, kind of on Instagram as well, but we're there at Original Remake. Give us a like or comment, and we will respond to it. The last post might be a few months old, but you know we, we still, we'll still reply. If you have a, uh, I think it's called a dodo code in Animal Crossing, you want to visit islands, <laughs> we can do that. You can you can at us at Original Remake so Peter has to read them. Okay. <laughs> I'm also at Projecting Film. Don't send me codes there. Only at <laughs> Original Remake. All right. And thank you guys for listening. And Credit Key Part 2 on the next episode. You okay? <laughs> Your face when I said Dodo Code. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs>